0: Hi, I'm Jessica,
1: and I'm Ashley, and we're the Theme Parkettes.
0: Find out more about us, our store, Ashley's travel planning services, and more at MainStreetInspirations.com. Today, we have our first special guest on the show. He wrote our theme song. He's a singer-songwriter and musician.
1: And he's also Jessica's brother. Mm -hmm. Please welcome Tommy Gardner.
2: Hello, I'm happy to be the first guest ever on the Theme Parkettes podcast.
1: The first special guest. He's also known as Thomas Gardner Jr., uh, but many of you Disneyland fans probably know him as Tommy Bowie.
2: that's
0: right right. tommy has what we call a disney claim to fame he plays lead guitar in a yacht rock band called Yachtly crew who many of you may have seen in early 2019 at disney's california adventure food and wine festival they played for six weeks right tom straight yeah
2: six seven weeks actually it was seven uh but yeah we played at dca right in front of pixar pierre with the ferris wheel in the background is it called a fun wheel? Yeah, Mickey's yeah. fun so wheel. You guys are more experts than I am. Yeah,
0: yeah, we are. That's why we have the show. Yeah. <laughs> but
2: it was great. Honestly, it was like, it was a dream come true to actually, like, I got to go backstage and kind of see how things worked and, you know, uh, made friends with some Disney employees and they gave us some kind of insider stuff. Like, what? I yeah. mean, just, well, first of all, our green room, which was right under, like, the. The Pixar the bridge, Pier sign, the, the Pier bridge. bridge, yeah. Bridge
0: yeah. For those of you who know California Adventure, the, the stage where they performed on was the, actually called the Paradise Gardens Park. So like when you're watching World of Color, it's like right in front of the water there with the fun wheel in the background. But yeah, right. so you're talking that your green room was under the bridge there, which is like Pixar Pier.
2: Right, so they would take us under the bridge after every performance and we'd go back to our green room, which we were told was the green room for where the princesses, princesses used to hang out like what? when they weren't out doing their princess thing so that made me feel like i was in the room uh you know and ralph breaks the internet with all the princesses i was like oh this is where we hang out i'm just so i'm going to tell myself <laughs>
0: you were vanellope basically yeah you were vanellope except, except
2: instead of like beautiful princesses it was a bunch of ugly dudes yeah <laughs>
0: You guys aren't ugly oh, a very attractive you. group of men and amazing musicians um and a fun fact they were one of the only musical acts i think that were allowed to have tattoos
2: yes at well, disney which i think is really funny most musical acts aren't allowed to when have tattoos but we sold them on well that's part of the whole sale we we should tell everybody we dress up like sailors of the show so so with that in mind. We kind of pitched to them like, well, listen, we should have tattoos because we're sailors and sailors have tattoos, and it was that that totally works somehow. <laughs> so it was really... they were sold <laughs> yeah
0: check them out yachtrockband.com dot com So this past weekend was my birthday, and I happy
2: birthday. Happy Woo! birthday!
0: I got to do three (laughs) special experiences at Disneyland that I had never done before, and both of these two people were involved. Tom here is a huge Star Wars fan, uh, and he and I had reservations and went to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, and then we went to Napa Rose at the Grand Californian. So good. the chef's counter experience and we haven't told ashley about any of this so we are going to flip this script a little bit on our usual format and have ashley interview us about it but just a reminder for those of you who might be worried about spoilers or if you've already done galaxy's edge you can check the show notes where we always list the time codes for our discussions and fast forward to the exact topic you want to hear us discuss We are all about not spoiling anything for anyone. So then after we discussed Galaxy's Edge and Chef Counter. um, Well, if you follow our Instagram at Main Street Inspirations, you know that Ashley flew into town to surprise me. And we, of course, went to Disneyland as well and had a magical experience that ended ended with us getting to do one of the most sought after Disney nerd experiences the lily bell. So Tom is gonna to interview us about that.
1: So all right. Looking going to forward. Take to it. over for now. And I know that you guys are both huge Star Wars fans, That's and I've right. literally been waiting all week to hear what you thought of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So for those of you who are listening, if you want to avoid spoilers, now is the time to fast forward to a different time code. This is your last warning. We're gonna try not <laughs> to get you to spoil yeah. anything for you. Um okay, so Jessica, Tommy, walk me through the whole thing. So you had reservations, right? We had reservations.
0: Those are about to end as of June 24th. By the time this podcast is out, I don't think there will be this reservation system anymore. Um, We had to check in two hours early at Launch Bay, which is still there. The Star Wars Launch Bay in Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. That was actually really fun. It was one
2: of my favorite parts of the day, actually. And the line was only like 15, 20 minutes long. But they have all Star Wars memorabilia to look at as you're in line. And then probably the coolest part was once we got our wristbands to get into Galaxy's Edge, you know, we were in the Launch Bay and right around is all the character meet and greet. And because everyone's so focused on Galaxy's Edge, we literally walked in and met any character we want with maybe one person ahead of us.
0: Yeah, it was the shortest lines that I'd ever seen for these characters. I, once I waited 45 minutes to take a picture with Chewbacca, this was five minutes. And then Darth Vader was the next room, five minute wait there. And then we walked in and no one was in line to see Rey. And we just got pictures oh, so and funny. had it. They're really fun. They give you like a full private room experience at Star Wars Launch Bay with these characters. So that was really fun. So.
1: If you – so just so we know, if if you are not – can you still go and see the characters even if you aren't going to Galaxy's Edge?
0: I think so. I think you could still get into Launch Bay because yeah. that was just where they they had some extra space there. And just to get people out of the way, that's where they were doing the check-ins for Galaxy's Edge. Um, but I, I believe unless they change anything in the next couple of days, those and are still available.
2: I'm sure you guys have probably talked about this, but I've heard that there aren't going to be any – characters from the original movies in galaxy's edge ever
0: oh i didn't hear that so
2: you're so like chewy there's that's why they're still keeping like all all the old characters are going to be in tomorrowland that's what i've heard so all but like new characters like we well get right into it we saw kylo ren walking around Mm -hmm. so with a couple stormtroopers which is really cool yeah
0: we're jumping ahead of
2: ourselves
1: (laughs) so yeah so tell me so tell me about like lining up and
0: so we lined up by the hungry bear restaurant which is over in critter country next to splash mountain and uh we were told by multiple outlets and friends who had been there before as long as you go straight to the thing that is the most important thing to you whether it's the lightsaber the droid building or the cantina you'll get in but you'll probably only get into one of those well for us it was the cantina uh so we the plan was we because
2: were gonna... i already own a lightsaber like a really nice one right so, Thomas... i'm a nerd like that it's actually right there we're it's right there i'm that.
0: looking right at it it's a great
2: lightsaber, I but a had lightsaber.
0: one. And we figured yeah. also like let's leave something.
2: I'm gonna do it for sure. At yeah, some
0: point. I've heard it's such a really amazing experience, but we had it was really important to us to be able to go to the cantina. So we Tom had said, "Why don't we line up at one?" And me being the know-it-all, and this is where we mm. messed up, is I said, "Oh, we don't have to do that." So, so we got in line, and it was just there were by the time we got there, it was what 1:40, 140, 1:45 maybe, and it was just super crowded people were pushing it was kind of stressful but then we got to walk in and as you're walking in you first see just the ambiance of the place but yeah quick spoiler quick jump to what i'm about to tell you the negative parts. so we can get to the good parts is that we didn't get to go to the cantina That we walk straight there and they were saying, if you want to get to the cantina, go this way. You're getting a reservation. And basically they'll text you to let you know when you can line up to go into the cantina. So we get in that line and about 30 people ahead of us, they cut off the reservations. So that was before I checked my watch and it was not even 2.05. And they said, nope, you're not able to go to the cantina. That's
1: crazy because everything has been reported like the way that they structure it you only have 45 minutes in the cantina and it's like a very like strict like you come in you order you sit down you do yeah. the thing you leave you know so they can turn that many people so bummer on the cantina
0: bummer on the cantina and you but decided wa- mm-hmm. not to do
1: the lightsaber or the droid right mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so tell me about the now that we've got the negative stuff out the way, yeah tell me about the good stuff
0: well Number one is they did an amazing job. The Imagineers, everybody involved with design, you felt like you were there. It's beautiful. And
2: the attention to detail was the, insane. For even sure.
0: in the bathrooms, like the bathrooms look rusty on the ceiling. Like, I mean, you just feel <laughs> like you are in this, t- in this land.
2: Right. Like this, even the soda machines, instead of saying Coca-Cola, it's in like Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, font basically yeah. but like in a different language so but you could still see the logo to tell what it was it was little things like that there are
0: know? no signs telling you how to get to fantasyland there are no mickey mouses in the stores There, the cast members if you ask them about mickey mouse they don't know what you're talking about they are in <laughs> <That's awesome>. character <laughs> So good. We tried to not trip them up, but we talked to a couple just to see. And they were like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So I don't know how long that will last. And do they interact
1: with each other? Like, is there like a storyline or something that's happening while you're there?
2: Not so much with the cast members, but there is a lot of interactive things you can do with your phone.
0: Yeah. So if you've ever used the Disney Play app that they have... It's similar to that. I am like, for example, I think a lot of people have done the one in Peter Pan's flight where you can get Tinkerbell to light up in the lantern from your phone by completing a camera. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. I'm learning. Right? So they have them all around the park. um, And I've done it because, you know, I'm there. It uses up a lot of cell phone battery, but the Star Wars interactive at the part of the app was definitely the most fascinating one i've ever seen And everybody was doing it like everybody is walking around yeah. um making stuff you know i was making all the droids boop 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 and uh, at you know making all these sounds and these swooshes all these different things that you can do when you're in line when you're just waiting outside for the bathrooms like i mean it. It was really fun, but man, it drained my battery really fast. So if you're going to do that, if your kids are going to do that, definitely bring external chargers or two. two. Seriously, (laughs) we we could have used two because it was wiping it out. I don't know how they can fix that, if there's a way to fix that. But um, that made it super fun because you're translating things on the wall that you don't know what it says. And you know just a lot of really fun. You could just spend time just do, you know, just walking around the land and playing on the phone and, and it was like a game and yeah that was really neat. The The characters were cool too. We saw a few of the characters and it wasn't like the type of thing where Pooh Bear comes out and stands and you get in a line and meet Pooh Bear they were like walking, walking around, around like yeah. stormtroopers and Kylo were like walking around and looking for a rebel spy. What? And- and Kylo talks he talks? Yeah. And the
2: stormtroopers talk oh, too. Oh they talk. Yeah. But it's oh, absolutely. it's not like the cast member isn't talking. I think they have a Pre-recorded, it sounds awesome, and yeah, and they're like commenting on, you know, not super specific stuff, but they're like, you know, have you seen her talking? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Is this what? What is that you've got in your hand right there? You know, whatever. Yeah, the land itself just really was beautiful. It was great for picture taking. Uh, a lot of really cool picture spots. Tom was commenting that, I thought this was interesting, that they basically stuck to this particular land of Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like, you're not really on the Death Star. You know, you're not in space. You're in a planet that exists in the world of Star Wars.
2: I mean, I don't want to be negative. <laughs> but if this is, this is like, my one thing. Because I, I, I want to talk about positive things first, because... Eh, talk There's about so the negative a, thing right, first. Right. <laughs> so my one thing besides not getting in the cantina, which is more of an experience issue, but it's kind of Tatooine-ish. Batu, it's like a desert kind of rundown place. And as a old school, maybe this is because I'm in my 30s and I like the old movies the best. Uh, it just reminds me of Tatooine and. As a fan, I was just like, I would have rather it just been Tatooine and had characters from Tatooine walking around that I know. Oh, and there's a Bantha. Oh, and there's well, actually they did have a land speeder there that was a lot yeah, like Luke's, did. but it was that kind of thing. And this is pretty nitpicky, I will admit, and it's kind of Star Wars nerdy. But then, like the cantina is there, then I'd feel like, oh, I'm in the Moz Eisley cantina, and they could have just made a replica of that. And as a fan, I feel like that would have got me a little more but again this i'm being picky and i'm this is like over overall (laughs) everything is amazing i feel like it's like this crazy feat of engineering and i'm over here well actually let me push up my glasses
1: (laughs) but that being said you also got to go in the millennium falcon
0: yeah first of all seeing the millennium falcon outside of the ride um almost made me cry like i mean it's beautiful it's
2: so well done it looks i mean it's it is it huge is it it like life like it's two scale it's awesome yeah yeah
0: so cool and it's right outside the ride the only ride that's open right now which is smugglers run uh millennium falcon smugglers run and first of all the line for that is great uh they do have single rider they oh, do good have to good to know. They are going to have fast pass because oh, I saw okay. the fast pass um, things there. They weren't being used yet, so we were just in the regular standby line, and we went at probably the busiest time. But to be quite honest, we were so worried that we weren't going to get on it because of what happened to us with the cantina. So we just immediately got in line which everybody said don't do you'll wait and go on it in two hours from your time and we were just like nope let's just make sure we get on it (laughs) and so um we ended up going on it twice because the first time it was 45 minutes the second time was 15 minutes but honestly the the line is really really fun and i know one of the actors who did the voiceover for one of the uh the voices when you're in line and it's it's really fun to just be there and and it goes fast
2: and they have stuff with the app too you can do in Mm -hmm. line which we didn't really do but there's a lot of like the you know you scan the code and Mm it interacts
0: yeah so that stuff is fun you can look for were
1: there photo ops too
0: in the line you could take photos because again everything is themed
2: you're missing the biggest photo op maybe (laughs) the whole thing is before you actually get on the ride they have a like a kind of congregation room Mm -hmm. and it's like the uh what is it
0: the interior of the, the
2: interior of the millennium, millennium falcon, falcon but it's it. not the actual model that you see outside it's just like the kind it's, of
0: you know where they play the game like the chess game that yeah, they play? The Hollow chess
2: yeah. Dejaric is actually the name of
0: the oh game. thank you well, i really appreciate that <laughs> sorry it's my brother but yeah so we have a picture
2: of us at the hollow chess table which That's is awesome.
0: Yeah, and you can just take That's pictures. Awesome. That so they call in. I think about four groups at a time. You're lined up. Um, I should mention here that it's during this that they organize you into pilot, gunner, or engineer. So it's six people to a group. And honestly, if you had six people in a group, that's probably the best way to do this ride, because otherwise you can't just do it, just you and another person or just you and three other people. You are put in a full group every time. That's why they have the single rider. And I felt like it did make a little bit of a difference uh, where you sat. For sure. First, we were engineers and the engineers fixed the things by pushing the buttons when they light up. So kids could do that.
2: Okay. It was fun, actually. I it was actually, actually had, really fun. <laughs> so this is our first time we were engineers. And we're like, okay, we're going to be engineers. What does this mean? And basically, things start lighting up and flashing, and you have to press them. And if you don't press them in time, it affects your the per- overall performance of the team. Of uh, It's a smuggle mission, basically.
0: Yeah.
1: So is it kind of like mission space at Epcot? where you- it's, but, like, more, it sounds more technologically advanced. Yeah, I'm, tr- advanced
0: I've been spaces. trying to put my finger on what it reminds It's like an
2: interactive Star Tours, basically. Yeah. But you're in oh, the cockpit okay. of the Millennium Falcon, which add mm. you know, it's just kind of a coolness factor to it.
1: So it moves. Mm-hmm.
2: It moves. There's a screen. And again, so the engineers are pressing buttons the gunners are also kind of pressing buttons but it's more of like a shooting thing but it's not aiming it's literally like press the button i think gunner might be the worst one yeah but you
0: know who would love that is kids or like a little boy who wants to just hit all the buttons and shoot things (laughs) Right.
2: so but really the recommendation here is we went back a second time to be pilots because it's just the cool you're literally and we asked
0: I said can we wait to be pilots and they said sure and then the girl who was put in the group there she's like I wanted to be a pilot and we were like you can ask and wait and so you're like like we already waited. We already waited, to, yeah. and so she was like, "Oh, good." So she waited, and then we were put with other people. Like they don't care. They don't care. I don't know if they will care in the future. I was thinking everybody's going to want to be a pilot. They should have a separate line. You should, they should have you line up. I, I don't know. Maybe they could do something right. like that. And so,
2: did, oh, go
1: so before you talk about the pilot part, though. So I'm thinking of. So what are the seats like? Like, do you have like shoulder harnesses, seat belts? Like, how rowdy is it?
2: I don't how, think it was like, a shoulder seat belt. It's just a belt. regular belt that goes across. Yeah, your waist. regular
0: belt that goes okay. across. You're in like a captain's chair kind of chair. Um, you know, like Star It's Tours. split down
2: the middle, so there's three on the left and three on the right. Yeah. Um, okay. But like all behind each other, so the two pilots are Like in are a row, fun. like lined up. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: And then in front of you is—I mean—you feel like you're on the Falcon, and then the screen is great. And I, it was different both times, a little bit different, but not wildly different. I think it depends on how well your team does.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, the ending was different both times, too. Yeah. It kind of ends. So there's this smuggler that you're working Hondo. with. Hondo. good. And he
0: know, has I'm a sure. great animatronic when you're in line. The animatronics it's so good. throughout it's the park. So smooth. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, they're the best animatronics I've ever seen.
2: It's not robot-y at all. It's like no, it's you're like, is that a real person? Actually. Yeah.
1: So, but I'm just thinking, if you're the engineer or uh, the gunner, that might be good. It sounds like that might be good for somebody who doesn't really want to do a whole
0: lot of movement. But maybe? you kind of have to. Okay. We had a little girl who was a pilot,
2: yeah, I was just and she literally
0: didn't do anything. She was
2: like what four or five? Maybe years four old. or five. And she's a pilot, and and she just like didn't she touch didn't the controls. Control. Touch so that can be. <laughs>
0: did you Did you speak
1: to her about it <laughs> during the
2: ride? We were kind of like encouraging, positively, <laughs> trying to be like, "You're like, press the button; it's flashing. You know, like pull on the thing." And she, you know, and yeah. <laughs> but that's why we went back a second time.
0: I'm just visualizing us going like, hit the
2: button. <laughs> <We> <laughs> may that's have that's been what a, I was thinking Je, too. I was... Jessica's a little competitive for those that don't know. My sister likes to win. I'm a little
0: competitive. I think that runs in the family. So we there really... may have
2: been a, like, pull the lever. Pull the lever. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense. You some feel some stranger's like, child. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, we really, but we, you know, in a, we weren't being jerks.
2: You get measured in how many uh, coaxium containers you get at the end, and we got two the first time, and then the second time we were pilots, and we felt like we were doing better because we actually piloted <laughs> it, and we still ended up with two. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Maybe it's just really hard to get more than two. I'm not sure.
0: Unclear unclear okay but it was an awesome ride i would it. definitely do it again for sure
2: oh yeah we're doing it again doing
0: sure. it again for sure
1: <laughs> well now you have to be gunners right because you've already That's been right. engineers no,
0: and we're going to
2: be pilots i want to be a pilot every time
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pilot every time every time every time <laughs> yeah. so it's like when we go on space mountain and we're like oh, can we sit in the front please yeah. every time
2: and i will say um as someone that gets motion sick i felt like it was better than star tours pop oh, okay. because okay. i think actually having to do stuff you know, helps you when I, when I drive my car, I don't get car sick, but if I ride in the back seat of my, of someone else's car, I could get car sick.
0: Yeah. Now that you're mentioning it, it wasn't, it's not an intense ride as yeah. like Star Wars star tours, excuse me, can be intense and obviously right. hyperspaces. But yeah, this wasn't intense it was almost like a slow, like you're in a car. I mean, you know it goes. I mean? You
2: go to hyperspace at one point. Right, I and mean, sort but,
0: of you lean back and. <laughs>
2: maybe, I think maybe because you're doing stuff the whole time, it just seems like you're in control. Yeah. So it's less like, "What is going on?" Yeah. Like Star Tours.
1: Are you wearing 3D glasses?
0: No,
2: no. Oh, okay. So cool I wonder thing. if that helps too. Because it's yeah. not 3D. Probably, for sure. That
1: well, sounds awesome. Okay, so you wrote so you rode Millennium Falcon twice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What about? The food. What did you eat?
2: At
0: uh, the docking bay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tom ate there. Um, I just had a beverage. I got like a
2: falafel... hummus plate it was good
0: yeah they had some good vegetarian options i just wanted the diet coke that was like a detonator (laughs) which i'm gonna keep forever i'm gonna make it into a christmas ornament and i got uh the popcorn which is like a sweet and salty it almost tasted like fruit loops it was amazing it was the best popcorns i'd have and i got the popcorn bucket that's the little utility car and i wore that all day if you check out our instagram my, my pictures on there like that um, that was delicious mm-hmm. the shops again very themed no mickey no disney stuff all on brand um, and some really pricey items like there were like 400 five thousand dollar. you know there's yeah. the 300 hundred dollar thing two i mean there were a lot of really adult things that you could buy i think they're really marketing towards the fact that yeah. adults love this you know but then they still have you know the stuffed animals and and uh, the keychains and the buttons and things like that but it was still i felt like there were a lot they, more pieces they had brown
2: and black jedi robes for $125 which was, Whoa. was tempting yeah. tempting there well like but the adult the
1: droids and the um, and the lightsabers are not inexpensive either like the lightsabers are like 200 bucks right
2: 200 for the experience yeah yeah i had a sprite thermal detonator which was really good it was good it was a sprite but again it didn't say sprite on it it had like star wars language in with a sprite logo and it was shaped like a thermal detonator and it actually exploded when i opened it like all over i was like well i guess it makes sense
1: it's very on brand. Yeah. It's very on meant
2: yeah. to be part of the experience,
0: yeah. but did you just extra added magic yeah. for you. Blue milk. Did you have blue oh, milk? Oh, That's right. We I did totally have blue forgot. milk.
2: It's really good.
0: How did could you forget? That was the first thing we did. We mobile ordered it because the line was super long, and we were like, "What happens if I just mobile order?" And boop, it was ready. Pick it up. So I'm all about mobile ordering. Yeah,
2: it's really what the, the best.
0: Like... Um, it was good. It was eight
2: bucks. It's a little like fruity, but like. Not, I'm trying, I don't know what it tastes like. Yeah, I don't know. It
0: was, they told me it was a combo (laughs) of coconut and rice milks, and that the green one was more citrusy, but we both wanted the blue one, which was sweeter. And yeah, I can't really describe it. It just, it's just good. Like a Thai iced tea kind of, but frozen. But it's not
2: too like crazy sweet. It's like, it's just good. It's it's definitely a a frozen drink. No, no, not cinnamon, but it's frozen. Which, you know, in the actual movie, it's just milk. But this, you know. <laughs> this is where My Tom Star puts Wars on his, like, is
1: keeping Disney <laughs> in check. Yeah. Uh,
2: but I get it. I guess it would be gross if they were serving actual ew, milk. Just, like, actual yeah. milk? Yeah. No. So better than the alternative.
0: Yeah. It was neat. It was very similar to, like, going to Harry Potter and getting the butter beer. It was kind of in that vein. Yeah, like, it's a lot like frozen. butter beer, actually. Yeah. It was really cool to see everything. I mean, but only one ride is open and you could just tell, though, there were all these little things over to the side that are covered a little bit or they have cast members standing in front of and you're like, that's going to be something that's going to be something cool. That's, you know, and you can just see the potential for what this land is going to be once it's finish once they've done some improvements so something that tom and i did that was really fun was we were walking and this is our little inside info maybe for everybody is we were walking and between a couple trees i saw what i thought was a track like a coaster track and i was like what is that and so tom and i are trying to see through this little crack in the trees and we're like is this rise of the resistance is it going to be is it going to be a roller coaster? I hadn't heard it was going to be like a roller coaster roller So we went up to the cast members. And we were like, hi, what's And sure enough, there's a fast pass thing and you can see the mouse maze behind them. And I'm yeah. like, oh, this has got to be it because we were trying to guess where it was because there's all these other places around the land where it could have been. And so we saw these cast members standing in front of this area, protecting it, I'm sure. And so we went up to them. And we're like, hi what's going on over here and they're like oh well we hear the resistance is gonna rise here in a couple months
2: so then i <laughs> said it's gonna be a roller coaster isn't it because we could see the tracks and they looked at me and they're like what's a roller coaster and i was like oh <laughs> couldn't get them, couldn't get, them <laughs> get break. him
0: and then i was ready to walk away and i went wait a couple months
2: yeah they said that they, they said did. a couple months
0: couple months so yeah, I, mean- I don't know maybe it's not too long
2: Right, I mean, we were. That's maybe they actually like told the public that it's going to be longer than it is. I know, which is very not Disney like.
0: Mm.
1: Well, we thought that Star Wars Land was going to or Galaxy's Edge was going to open much later right. than it did. Like the opening of it was a big surprise. So who knows? We might just wake up one morning and
2: yeah, ta-da.
0: and it's open. It's and open open I and the little Google search tells us that it might be sort of like a half roller coaster, half. Right. Like, ex- some sort of other experience. So, anyway, we could talk about this forever, what it could be. But yeah. but we saw tracks.
2: <laughs> There's definitely tracks, for sure. So, it
0: like, moves. It's not like a Star Tours in one like, spot ride. It's not
2: all outs- outdoor tracks, yeah. either. Like, it's indoor, too. Yeah,
0: it looked like it was going into a mountain of some kind. So, <laughs>
2: Kind of seems like I've seen uh, the Tron ride videos from, is that Japan or Shanghai? I don't know. Shanghai. In Tokyo, but there's a Tron ride that's like kind of indoor and outdoor roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it'll be along that line. That would be cool. But also, we should talk about my favorite store that we went into, which was oh, yeah, what's the name the of it?
0: The Den of Antiquity. Yes,
2: you have. If you're a Star yeah. Wars fan, you have to go in here. Uh, they have an Ethorian, which I've been told his name is Doc D O K. And he's, he's like an animatronic guy that's like, it's his shop type of thing.
0: Best animatronic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> really, really cool. he was like working.
2: Yeah. He's like putting stuff on the wall and that kind of thing. What? But, yeah.
0: Seriously? Yeah, we put it in our, if you go to Main Street, if you go to our Instagram, <laughs> I think I put it there, Ashley, in a highlight of Star well, Wars Well, I mean, Galaxy I can Bedge. check it out, yeah.
1: but I don't have the context about, like, you know, when he I'm watching like, those videos, I don't yeah. know what I'm he looking at. He was, like, at, behind
0: so. the cashiers, like, behind a little cage, like, doing work, and every so often he'd say something. But I'm like, that looks like a dude in a suit. That's amazing. <laughs> That's so cool.
2: Yeah, and they had, uh, like, a tauntaun head on the wall like a like a hunter like, what like do they mounted. call that but yeah it's like all different star wars uh beasts basically their head is mounted on the wall which is like really, and it looks really gnarly too and like a ton real. of little yeah. easter
0: eggs in the store and just all over the park really
2: they, they sell kyber crystals for your lightsaber which star wars fans will know is a very important part of the lightsaber it's kind of like the heart of the lightsaber is the kyber crystal But Galaxy's Edge is thumbs up. Thumbs
0: up for Galaxy's Edge. It's a must see for sure. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan. Maybe only if you're a Star Wars fan. (laughs)
1: No, (laughs) No, but it sounds like it's actually really good for people who aren't. Like you don't need to know about Star Wars necessarily to go and enjoy it. For sure. For
0: sure. sure. Definitely for the ride. You could enjoy the ride. You can enjoy uh, the scenery. And it's, you know, but you should probably know something about Star Wars (laughs) before going.
2: It helps. helps. Or
1: if you're like Tom and you know too much about Star Wars, you might be like, well.
2: Well, actually.
0: (laughs) Their perfect person is someone like me. Like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I don't read the books or the comic books or know all the little details on the fan sites. Right. I loved it. I loved it. And me, I just love a a theme park that feels like a theme park. Like, you feel like you're there and you're not in, you don't feel like you're in Disneyland anymore. You really don't. You're in, like, a whole other park.
2: True.
1: And could you hear anything from, like, the other parts of the park? Like No. There's so much Star Wars noise happening,
2: too. There's a lot of people are doing things with their phones. I was like, beep, boop. A lot of that. A lot of beep, booping.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember hearing music, actually, now that you say it. Do you remember hearing music? I do,
2: actually. Because when I went to the bathroom one time, this is cool. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, It was, like, it sounded like modern music, but the... The singer was, like, singing in Star Wars language. It was so cool. Yeah, I was like, like, if you just heard it off in the distance, you'd be like, oh, that's just, like, some song I've never heard. But then you actually listen to it, and it's, like, some guy singing in a Star Wars language. Now that you say
0: that, now I remember something like that. But maybe from when we were sitting and eating.
1: Well, it sounds like you guys had an awesome couple of hours, despite some of your disappointments and so then okay so you leave you leave star wars galaxy's edge it's what six six o'clock ish Mm -hmm. and what what's next what do you do next we did a couple
0: rides but it was almost time for our reservation so So
1: it was your birthday and tom you made a special reservation
2: i did for jessica's birthday we originally just had normal reservations for napa rose and a friend of mine that i had met through the Yachtly crew gigs at dca Um, she tipped me off she said if you're going to napa rose make sure you do the chef's counter
0: and And i said what's the chef's counter i thought i knew all the the secret things
2: so we kind of looked into it and it's just this amazing experience where you get to sit obviously at the counter where the chefs in the of the kitchen and uh watch the chefs do what they do so
0: a fantastic experience especially for someone who has allergies Food preferences. Both Tom and I are pescatarians, as I mentioned. There's literally they don't hand you a menu, Ashley. You they hand you a wine list, what? right? What do you mean? They don't give you okay. a menu. You're sitting at the chef's counter. There's only room for twelve people. There's a 5 30 reservation and an 8 PM reservation. We got in at the 8 PM reservation, which by the way, you okay. have to do by calling. You can't do it on the app. You can't do it through online. You actually have to call and leave a message at the Grand Californian and have them call you back. And it for me, it took uh, 24 hours yeah. for someone to call me back. And she said, we have two seats at eight o'clock. And I said, that's great dude. I cancel my reservation for earlier that night in the main dining room. We'll take the chef's counter. So they took care of that for us. So we got there a little bit early. and We sat in the lounge and had a cocktail. And then they knew that we were there and they came and they brought us to the chef's counter. And right away you meet with the sous chef and he pulls out a pad and he says, who has an allergy, what are your preferences? And so Tom said, I'm not a huge onion fan and we're both pescatarians. And I said, I have a gluten allergy. So this is where I have a piece of advice if you're gonna do this. Do not be shy at this moment Tell them everything you like. If you don't like spicy food, if you love spicy food, they want this challenge. Uh, The reason why I'm telling you this is because you're going to get five courses. They're not going to tell you what they are. They're just going to show up. And so my fourth course was actually like a cabbage and mushroom dish, which I'm sure would have been delicious if I loved cabbage and mushroom. So I would just say when you're talking to that sous chef, just mention even tiny little like likes and don't likes. They did, however, after I had a a bite or two, they they replaced it with something else, which I thought was very sweet. And by the way, you have something different from everybody at the counter. Tom and I didn't eat the same thing the whole night.
2: Right. Even though we both said we're pescatarian, yeah. they made us completely different things. That's
0: crazy. It was amazing. And it was the most quiet, professional <laughs> kitchen. It was the
2: quietest kitchen of all time. I don't know how they were so quiet. It was like it was like they were whispering to each other or something. Yeah, it was, it was just
0: like a science. They just had it down. And I've heard that the regular menu at Dapple Rose is fantastic. I didn't see it. I'm sure you can look it up online, but I mean, I've heard it's wonderful, but this was five courses for a hundred dollars a person and the courses were delicious and personal to yourself. And
2: we also opted for the wine pairing, which we, yeah, we did.
0: And let me tell you, these are not tiny little sips of wine. They gave us
2: healthy, healthy pours,
0: healthy sure. pours to the point where I'm ready for this. <laughs> Ashley, I didn't finish <gasps> like three of my glasses. Yeah. <laughs> I did uh,
1: that that is like oh that's blasphemy in your I house know. I mean that I I'm a ama- mate were you that full
0: it was yeah I was full and I just didn't want to drink that much <laughs> I didn't want to be drunk <laughs> I wanted to enjoy everything so I but the the wine pairing again we both got completely different wines and if, and they'll let you they'll, a, they'll ask you what kind of wines do you like and I said I really like dry wines but he gave us a different wine pairing with every course by the way there's a bouche. There's, uh, like, a little, was it a limoncello, uh, like, Shot. yeah, something, yeah. like, a little frozen, there was a little frozen sorbet in between courses. Um, like oh, palate. the bread basket. Exactly. Yeah. Tom had, like, yeah. the most oh my amazing God. bread ate, basket.
2: Way, way too much bread.
0: And that they gave great. me gluten-free bread. <gasps> Yay! So if you are gluten-free, I highly recommend this place. They That's were so one- and but you are there for two and a half to three hours, of oh course. My gosh. You are enjoying and savoring everything.
2: We got like dessert wine. Was it port? Is that what I had? You had a
0: port, yeah. and I had like an ice wine from Niagara. Oh,
2: yeah. yeah. Ooh,
0: with dessert, everything was phenomenal. Phenomenal.
1: Did they do anything special because it was your birthday?
0: They well, yes. They wrote "Happy Birthday, Jessica" uh, in chocolate on my pastry, and I think there was a candle. Yep. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I had a lot of wine. I had a lot of <laughs> wine. <laughs> Do you remember your meal? <laughs> it got a little hazy. That dessert, I, I mean, I feel like someone else may ate my dessert. I'm not sure who ate it, but it was just gone really fast. <laughs> it wasn't awesome. me. So
1: what would you, if somebody is interested in doing this, like, what, what would you recommend? They just call and make a reservation?
0: Yeah, you've got to and call in advance. Okay. Um, I would say maybe even make a reservation first and then call and try to get a chef's counter. Know that because it is two and a half to three hours long and because of the timing, you might miss the fireworks if you're there, if you're doing like a oh, park yeah. day. So it might be really fun to go on a day that you're not doing something at night or you've already seen Fantasmic or whatever it is that you want to see because you will miss that. We were out at... 10 30 11 o'clock at night yeah. right Oh my gosh! so yeah. um, we were
2: definitely taking our time but... for
0: sure of course but you want to and this yeah. you're not gonna chug through everything you know it was a really really cool unique adult disney dining experience i don't know that it'd be great for kids um didn't really seem like that kind of i mean restaurant in general it's just a little more fine dining and then sitting at the counter again for such a long time um, i don't know that it would be right for all children but a great for a date yeah with your brother, <laughs> a celebration, it was a celebration, Ready for a celebration, of life. for sure. Yes, it was great. Well,
1: it sounds like you guys had an awesome day and a very unique day. That. Um, you know, especially with Galaxy's Edge, obviously once, once the reservations change, you know, that will be just a different experience for everybody. And anybody who does Chef's Counter now, like their experience is going to be different. Completely different. Horses, yeah. So I can't yeah. even yeah.
0: recommend the food because the, you'll have different food than me. Best birthday ever.
2: Well, yay! I, I want to hear about you guys having experience the weekend before you did a pretty exclusive Disney nerd thing, right?
0: Yes, we did. Ashley surprised me for my birthday. If you follow us on Main Street Inspirations, you probably saw those pictures. And we definitely had a very magical experience. We got to ride the lily bell.
1: Woohoo! The lily Uh, bell!
2: What is the lily bell for those of us that aren't Disney nerds? (laughs)
0: Ashley, you want to take this one?
1: Sure, I can take this one. Ooh, this is fun because Tom was the Star Wars nerd. and Now we get to be the Disney nerds. For those of you who don't know, the Lily Bell is a presidential parlor car um, that you will see if you go to Disneyland and you pay attention to uh, the Main Street Railroad uh, or the Disneyland Railroad, you will see it pulled by one of the cars. Um, This time around, it was a CK Holiday train in place of a caboose. I think it's always the same train, Um, but it is the last car. It is bright. It's like a bright red, um, and it says Lily Bell on it, and when you see it go by, you will notice that it is most likely empty. Um, It is the last remaining train car from the opening day of Disneyland. It was originally part of uh, Ret Law 1, which is Walter spelled backwards, and it was the Grand Canyon viewing car. Um, But it was converted when the Disneyland transportation superintendent decided that Disneyland needed a special VIP car. So the car was basically um, designed to be kind of like a – you know, a car for visiting dignitaries, for VIPs, for executives, um, so that they could go on the Grand Circle tour of the Disneyland Railroad, but, you know, be in their own um, more private special car. Um, And the reason why it's called the Lily Bell is that Lillian, Disney, Walt's wife, um, whose nickname was Lily Bell, was influential in designing the car. Um, In fact, everything inside the car is from the Disney family collection. So all of the furniture, all of the Um, you know, decor, the trinkets, all of that is all from their home. Um, The carpet in the car, which we'll post pictures of, uh, was specialty, specially designed by Lillian, so it has hidden Mickeys in it, and it was also the carpet used in Walt's apartment, Um, and there was actually a flood in the apartment, so this is the last remaining piece of the carpet that exists in the world as far as we know, so it's pretty special. And uh, there's photo, there used to be family photos, Um, now there's just one photo of Walt and Lillian um, on a frame which we'll also, we took a picture of, we took lots of pictures, so we'll post pictures of it. Um, But because of her involvement and her attention to detail and care, um, her children wanted to make sure that it was named after her and she actually had no idea that it was gonna be named after her. They had come up with some other, very generic name and then when they unveiled it and she saw that it said lily bell on it she got very mm-hmm. emotional as i think we all so, were. so
2: i mean that you you just explained like how amazing the car is obviously gorgeous but like as as someone that doesn't know disney like why can everybody not do this why is it like an exclusive thing for guests
1: so it's a great question so a while back um it was closed to the public and then they reopened it for limited ride availability. So for a long time, you used to be able to get to the park early and they did two rides on the Lily Bell. You had to line up early. There was no like advanced reservations and uh, it only seats, I think, is it what? 12 people, Jess? Yeah, 12 or, 12, 12 or 14. 12 or 14. So you arrive early to the park, like park open, you get in line. I think it was at City Hall. You put your name on a list and if both rides are full that's it like you don't get to ride it and they did that for a while um then they used to include it as part of the grand circle tour which is one of the special vip tours that disneyland offers um, that you pay extra for and now um they don't offer that tour anymore and they don't offer reservations for it anymore so it like literally there is no way for the public to get on it like you can't i even asked the conductor i was like so if i you know, reserve a VIP tour, which you can do at Disneyland. Um, you know, you, they usually call them plaids, the people that walk around the plaid vests. It's like if I, you know, pay for an eight-hour VIP tour with, uh, you know, a tour guide, can I get on Lily Bell? And he's like, nope, Wait, you can't. Wait, so how
2: me. did you guys get on it?
1: <laughs> 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 Let me tell this story.
2: Well, okay, Jess
1: tells the story better than I do.
0: <laughs> I have the story, but I also recorded most of it on video. So uh, you can see that in our highlights on our Instagram page as well. Uh, We got to the park, and we had gotten a fast pass, and we had to wait a little bit before it was time to get on the ride. And so Ashley said, here, ride the Omnibus, which is the double-decker bus that goes around Main Street. And I said, no, let's do it. It was parked right outside of Sleeping Beauty Castle, which had just gotten its facelift, and it looked gorgeous. And we wanted to take pictures out front of that and then get on the Omnibus. And there was a gentleman who was uh d- conducting the d- driving the omnibus and he saw us with my birthday button and we were all dressed up we were disney bounding as ariel and Belle, so we looked super cute which i'm sure helped and he said oh you want me to take your picture and so we said sure and he kind of gave us a pose to do on the back stairs of the omnibus before the before we took off and he said are you going to make the entire tour are you going to come all the way around and we looked at each other and said sure why not and he said great because on the way back then i'll have you come sit up in the front seat with me I'm like oh that'll be fun so first we rode up on top and then when it stopped in front of um the front of Main Street, you know, where the railroad, railroad. is. We yeah. moved to the front seat, and he's chatting with us as I'm taking videos of us in the front seat and started chatting with us. And who are we? And we mentioned we're the theme parkettes, and we have a blog and a podcast, and we're really big Disney nerds, and we're here for my birthday, and it's a really special occasion. And Ash is only in town for 48 hours, and he said. Is there anything that you have ever wanted to do at Disney that you've never gotten to do? What a weird question, right? Like, what a strange question to ask people who are clearly like really huge fans of Disney. There's just a little sparkle in his eye. And you and if you watch the video, you see Ashley go, oh, gosh. Well, I've never ridden the Lily Bell. And then we were trying to think of other things. We were like, well, I mean, um, I don't know. Because we did Club 33. Uh, what a- What's happening? And he was like, oh. And he kind of was looking sideways at us. And he's like, you've never ridden the lily belt. And Ashley goes, why is that an option? And that's at like the
1: end of the video, so you you if you have to watch it a couple times to like catch so maybe subtle, like, is actually. that an option? <laughs> like, totally putting the guy in like, the spot.
0: This is this is my moment. This is my moment. And so I cut off the video right then because now suddenly it was on. Now suddenly it was very serious. And we, sure enough, he said, "Why don't you meet me at the Main Street Railroad Station at two o'clock." and we we didn't know if he would be there but we planned the rest of our day around it and thinking maybe this will happen maybe it won't and this gentleman who i don't know if i feel comfortable saying his name yeah because i don't know, I don't know, know I do. that i want i did send a letter though to disney guest relations i don't know if i told you this ash i, t- I sent an email letting oh them- i did too you did oh good <laughs> yeah. and they wrote me back and they said thanks for letting us know we'll be sure to send that up the line so oh you did too oh good so i'm not i'm not super comfortable if you ever want to ask us in person though, we might tell you or if you watch the video you might be able to catch his cast member name tag <laughs> And um, going
2: to be like, why is everybody, everybody. riding the omnibus? All of a sudden? Yes. I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> Everyone's literally lined up for <laughs> and the omnibus. honestly, he told us later, he said, I just had a feeling about the two of you. I just had. Wow. Well, turns out he's the guy who can get us on the Lilybell and not only can he get us on the lily bell he knows all the history of the railroad he knows all about walt's love for trains and so first we met him at the railroad station and he showed us all around and just showed us little things inside main street railroad station that i'd never noticed before um the map and and how you can use the lights to see where the trains are that the trains are 12 minutes apart Uh, All the the different styles of trains and where they were from and how Walt got into trains. So then we got on it and yeah, Ashley described it previously. It had this Himalayan mahogany and stained glass and uh, two gorgeous pieces of furniture from the Queen Mary. All this Victorian everything brass and tassels and you just felt like transported into another time you can just really feel lily and disney and wow what a what a classy lady she must have been Mm -hmm. and i just love her sense of style and he took us this cast member took us all in the train in the lily belt all the way around the park and just gave us history the entire time
1: the whole time
0: and there was um the kimono inside the japanese (laughs) emperor hirohito (laughs) and his wife empress nagata were basically the lily bell's first notable vip guests and i heard that he like bought a set of like uh, um like a mickey pocket watch he loved (laughs) disneyland so much (laughs) so anyway so he gave mrs disney a kimono and it's there in the lily bell it's kind of um what's the word welded (laughs) onto the hanger you can't steal it you can't can't steal it it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was really cool. And what a really fun experience. So we're not quite sure how to give you advice on to, how to get onto the Lily Bell. But I would definitely say if you're going to ask someone or try to do it, let them know that you are a big fan and you're a classy person, and <laughs> you are the type of person that they would want to take onto the Lily Bell, someone who would appreciate it. And we found out if they don't want you, <laughs> On the Lily Bell, they have a code that they say to, to people. They say, Oh, uh, go ask at City Hall. And that basically, and at City Hall, they can't help you. <laughs> so it's really just the conductors who can get you onto the Lily Bell, I guess, or only a couple of them at that. Yeah. So if you ever are asked and they say, Go to City Hall, don't bother going to City Hall. That was just basically so their
2: just... way of brushing you off and saying, I mean, This is some inside <laughs> info. You guys have. This is like no other podcast has this kind of info.
0: No. All right, Tom. You are our first guest on the Theme Park Ads podcast, so we're going to start a new feature of our podcast with you. This is mm-hmm. our little five question questionnaire. Just lightning, us- round.
2: Lightning,
1: lightning round. Lightning round. Like this is this is our version of uh, Inside the Actor Studio, where right. we are James Lipton and. Uh,
0: <laughs> That's right. So everybody who comes really- on our show as a special guest is going to get these questions. So ready, Tom? Mm-hmm. Question one: Favorite Disney park.
2: Ooh. I'm gonna have to go. Not answering fast enough. <laughs> Epcot is I have to. No, we're not gonna give reasons. We're just gonna <laughs> no, tell me the reason. Answers? Go All for right. it. Well, honestly, Epcot was my favorite as a child, but for different reasons. <laughs> now it's my favorite <laughs> as an adult. I feel like a lot of people have this. Obviously, like I couldn't be bothered with the World Showcase when I was a kid. I like wanted to ride the Troll Ride, and then it was like following our parents around like oh when is this when do we get into canada and the showcase will be over so we can go to like you know the cool futuristic stuff and now i i love the world showcase like my favorite part of all the disney parks but that's a that's a common story i honestly love epcot because i just love the idea of the future and i love walt's vision of the future and the fact that you know this it ended up being something different than what he wanted it to be. I'm sure everybody listened to this knows he originally, it was going to be called the experimental prototype community of tomorrow. And it was going to be a living community that was kind of this utopian futuristic place. And again, it didn't end up being that, but just to kind of be there and they really just kind of reiterate the, you know, it's, if you really believe that the world can be a better place through science and technology and your attitude than it can be. And I think that's an important message, uh, especially given the political state of the world today. And Walt, I'm a fan of Walt and I'm a fan of what he did and his vision. So that's why I like Epcot.
0: Good answer. That's a good answer. I was remembering when you said the troll ride, the <laughs> treacherous <laughs> tricky, tricky trolls. trolls. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was my favorite, and park. is
2: now the frozen ride. Now the
0: frozen ride, R.I.P. <laughs> Troll ride. Uh, what's your favorite ride at any theme park?
2: Wow. Um. Oh, geez, I need to answer faster. I'm gonna go with splash. Splash Mountain is my favorite. As someone that gets motion sickness, <laughs> it is like I don't have to worry about that on Splash. uh they just I, get wet. I like the music and the song and the, you know, the animatronics are really fun.
0: Favorite non Disney park?
2: I mean, I guess I'm gonna go Harry Potter. I mean, I guess it's like Universal. I like I, Harry Potter is just so well done and so cool.
0: Like Islands of Adventure, but specifically for the Harry Potter. Part. Yeah, yeah,
2: sure. Cool, sure. sure. Okay. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a Disney person, so whatever.
0: Yeah, because you can't really do rides, so you don't really. I mean, what love other parks going are there? Six Flags. Yeah, I can't
2: go to Six Flags. I'll be like just having a miserable day. Right. Yeah, I, you I know what's underrated is the the water parks at walt disney world i especially as a motion sick individual (laughs) i can ride every ride there and i don't have to worry about it so we're gonna go i highly recommend blizzard beach and typhoon lagoon there you go
1: Tom, we should have you do a guest blog about like how to do Disney when, when you're every motion ride sick. makes you sick. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Lots
2: of Dramamine and look off to the side and don't stare at the screen. That's oh, what that sounds right.
0: so not fun. Yeah, that must is. be <laughs> really less fun for you. It really is. Okay, question four: Disney claims to fame. We already talked about Yachtly Crew, at DCA. Mm-hmm. Any other Disney claims to fame that you can think of? you've been to d23 Uh,
2: i have been to d23 i've been to star wars celebration both in anaheim um man i feel like there is something but i gotta you've
0: been to of course disney studios
2: i have i've gotten to tour quite a few times actually it's a wonderful it kind of feels like a college campus
0: do they have like
1: a like a walk of fame
2: they do they have um what is it called legends plaza So they have everybody's handprint kind of Chinese theater style, but it's up on the wall in the legends plaza and you can kind of, you know, people put their hands up to other people's hands and they have Phil Collins there and it's all Disney, you know, Disney legends, Phil Collins, Tom Hanks. uh, I mean, everybody, the Sherman brothers, all of that. They also have Walt's office, which I have yet to do. They still have Walt's office at the old animation building on the studio lot which is on my list
0: any questions for us
2: oh my gosh i mean i probably have a million questions for you guys like um
0: note to self send the questions beforehand
2: (laughs) (laughs) have either is there a way this is something i'd like to do is there a way to tour the underground tunnels at walt disney world and magic kingdom
0: if you're a cast member okay They show them to you i have seen them when i was a cast member in orlando but in terms of touring for the general public ashley
1: so um i believe if i remember correctly that you can see some of the utilidors which is what they're officially Mm -hmm. called let me push up my glasses here (laughs) um you can do the utilidors as part of the keys to the kingdom tour um which is one of the longer tours available um, out of the Magic Kingdom so I'm almost positive that that is an option Uh, a lot of the tours out of Walt Disney World have more backstage access uh components to them than the ones at Disneyland um but I think you I think you can I think you can do it I think it's part of Keys to the Kingdom may not be like a like you can't walk the whole thing but you can see part of it right
2: interesting so part two of the question for you guys I'm testing your Disney knowledge I always see these celebrities that get to cut the line, right? And they got their kids, and everyone hates at them, hates them because it's like, oh, Gwen Stefani doesn't have to wait in the line. Listen, how how much money are they paid
0: previously?
1: Don't don't bring up Gwen Stefani. (laughs) Really? I'm still. You didn't. You've never heard this story.
2: What was this on the podcast already? Yeah, Yeah. I listened to two of the episodes of the four.
1: You've never heard me talk about the Gwen Stefani story? No.
2: Oh, I'll have to go back okay. and listen.
0: Go back and listen. But yeah. that's, basically, that's what happened to Ashley. <laughs> well, maybe <laughs> that's Stefani why I said Gwen
2: Stefani. Maybe that's why I thought. I heard still, that.
1: It's still a...
0: I'm still a sore spot.
2: But how, my question so is, I... do we know how much money they're paying to do that?
1: So they are paying exactly how much money you would pay if you paid for a VIP tour.
2: Oh, so that's open to anybody.
1: Mm-hmm. So anybody can book a VIP tour through Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Um, the pricing varies depending on the time of year. Um, I believe it's a minimum of six or eight hours and you get, like what I talked about earlier with the plaids, um, you get a private tour guide that brings you around and you basically say to them, these are all the things I want to do and they make it happen. The difference that I've been told at Disneyland, and this is why I'm a little um, annoyed with Gwen Stefani about this situation, (laughs) is that at Disneyland, Um, so they're supposed to alert other cast members at certain rides that they're coming so a lot of times at Magic Kingdom in particular the way that it's designed is you don't usually see the celebrities they usually go through alternative entrances Um, but Disneyland Mm. because it is so much older and obviously back then they weren't thinking about you know people taking selfies and things like that Mm. they um They have to go through the regular line like everybody else or they they cut through the line. So the cast members are supposed to alert the cast members at the attraction to basically say like, hey, we're just going to use Gwen Stefani as an example. We have Gwen Stefani coming, like don't load anybody on the platform to get on Casey Jr. That's really excited to get on the monkey train. And then you are getting ready to get on the monkey train and in swoops in Gwen Stefani and her whole family and cuts you off on the monkey train and you didn't know that they were coming. So... Uh, yeah, that's usually what they're supposed to do, but anybody can book a VIP tour. They're, they're pretty expensive, but if you have a, a good number of people going with you and you split the cost, it's actually pretty reasonable considering the fact that you get to ride whatever you want. Right. So, um, definitely an option for the general public.
2: Hint, hint. When my birthday comes up. Oh, geez. We're <laughs> jeez. Jeez.
0: Geez. Way to set the bar higher. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I'll do what I can. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Tom, tell us how we can find you and your music online.
2: Oh, why thank you. Uh, I will plug myself. I'm at Jr. that's JR.com. And all of my handles across all of my social media is at ThomasGardnerJR. And you can also find me on Spotify, iTunes. I have uh, a f- few different EPs up there, so you guys can check out my music. And also go to yachtlycrew.com to check out my yacht rock band. Isn't oh. it yachtrockband.com? It's both. Oh,
0: it's both. They yeah. both ah. go. Nice, good to know. I've been saying Yacht Rock Band. And also, you can always hear his Theme Parkettes theme song when you listen to our podcast. Yes, let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) To find out more about the Theme Parkettes, check out our website, MainStreetInspirations.com. There you will find our Etsy shop and Ashley's travel planning services and more. You can also follow us on Instagram at main street inspirations and follow all of our park adventures. You can follow my personal Instagram. It has recently changed. It is now at actor Jessica Gardner and Ashley's is at happy go Ashley. And that's A S H L E I G H. And if you're enjoying our podcast, please subscribe, hit that subscribe button. And if you're on Apple podcasts, we'd love a review. again we are the theme parkettes if you see us around the park trying to do all the exclusive and secret things come up to us and say hi remember you can sit
2: with us
1: thanks everyone and thanks tom
2: thanks for having me